This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3191 for Monday the 26th of October 2020. Today's show is entitled, Swedish Corona Experience, and is part of the series, Health and Healthcare. It is the 10th show of Daniel Person, and is about 16 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, I will cover my experience of the coronavirus. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello hackers and welcome to another podcast. And this podcast is going to be a little bit different because usually I take a topic that I know well and I talk about that topic for a while just out of my head. But this time I'm going to talk about something that I don't know that much about and I'm not an expert. I can't stress that enough. Uh, my wife is a nurse and she's and she is really against spreading of misinformation. So I'm going to talk about the coronavirus and I'm going to talk about how it's uh, covered in Sweden because I live in Sweden and I'm going to talk about from my I can only talk about how I have experienced covid and what I have seen around me, and also a little bit about the recommendations that has been given to me. So first off, we're going to talk a little bit about the structure in Sweden. We have one government, one country. But this country is divided into 21 counties and 290 municipalities. So it's a lot of different um, div- divisions here and for the whole country we have the uh, government that rules and each county has different departments that decide on different things and the mun- municipalities also have different things that they decide on but in this case when it comes to sickness and health and the hospita- uh, hospital system we are talking about counties. So the counties are deciding on the health of their uh, population, but they get recommendation from the government. And in government, there is a department, a health department, that is giving recommendation to the whole country. So their recommendations is as follows. The, the general recommendations they have 
a lot of information on their website and a lot of different things that they are answering, but I'm going to go through the general things. The first thing is, if you're sick, stay at home. And if you have any symptoms of respiratory uh, issues, fever, aching muscles, or headache, you should go test yourself. So everyone that has any symptoms should test themselves. And when you wash your hands, you need to wash them for 20 seconds. And you can use alcohol afterwards with at least 60% alcohol content. So it's important to wash your hands uh, regularly. And you can use alcohol to be even safer. You should avoid touching your face with unwashed hands. You should keep distance, at least arm length. I tell my kids that we should keep two meters distance or the length of uh, our bikes uh, from each other. And uh, it's really cute to see them jumping away to, to the left or to the right when they're meeting people and saying, keep distance, keep distance. Um, but that's very important. Uh, we should not gather in large companies for birthdays or weddings and so on. And we should try not to use public transport, walking or biking when possible. And if you're required to go by public transport, you should book a ticket if possible, or not. if not, you should go when not that many people are going. So when there's a low uh, time where lo- least people are going. And if you are able, you should work from home. And I have not uh, worked at my office since the beginning of this year. And we will not work from our office for the rest of the year either. Um, We are working in IT. I'm uh, creating programs and so on. So I have no reason to go into work. I think in our department, we are 40 people And of them, I think, in the office, there might be one or two, perhaps up to five people at a time visiting our office and doing work there because they need to be at the office. But we have reduced as much as possible so we don't gather in large uh, companies. And when it comes to school, uh, my kids go to school. And they are uh, the age uh, up to uh, ninth grade. So they are younger. But everyone that goes from ninth grade uh, and up, they should go to uh, or should work from home. So they should have their schooling from home and use any video conferencing in order to do that work. And that has been uh, in effect since the... uh, beginning of this year Uh, but the next term now that started in August I believe that some of the older kids also go to school Um, but the younger ones have always gone to school and our school is very good at sending out information about COVID and they are updating us all the time about what the uh, health uh, authority is telling us Uh, But for now, it's said that we should um, keep our kids at home if they have any symptoms. 
And if they have symptoms, we should test them as well. And if they are testing uh, negative and feel well, they can go back to school in one or two days. But if they are not tested, they should be symptom-free plus two days before they can return to school. And if they are uh, not tested and have milder symptoms, they can go back to school after a week. So they can have a little bit of a running uh, cold for a week, but no other symptoms, then they might return without any testing. So there is a lot of different uh, ways to interpret this, and each county will interpret these recommendations differently and give information to their citizens in order to make it as good as possible for everyone in the population. And because there is such a division between different counties in this country, there have also been a very wide variety of uh, spreading. So if we are looking at the large city, Stockholm, I live far from Stockholm, but that county have had the most cases. Perhaps because there are much more people there. I don't know. We don't know. We will not know uh, really have really good information about this until late, like let's say 10 years from now so nobody knows but we are trying our best we are trying to do the best decision we can with the little information that we have so in the county that I live is a smaller county and it's not the same county as the larger city Gothenburg that is close by they are in a different county but it's only like uh, 30 kilometers to Gothenburg, but it's still a different county, so they have different recommendations there. Uh, but Gothenburg has not been hit that hard as hard as Stockholm, so and we don't really know why. Malmo has not uh, been hit that hard either, and we don't know really why there either. But it differs a lot between different counties in Sweden. And when this started in the beginning of the year, we didn't know, we didn't have the information uh, needed. A lot of people went uh, back from their um, winter vacations. A lot of people were in the Mediterranean uh, vacationing. And perhaps they took a lot of uh, the coronavirus with them home because there were so many people moving around. That might be the case that we had a, a large upswing in the beginning. Uh, we also, in Sweden, have retirement homes to a large degree. So either the people above the year of 70 live by their own, their selves, or they live in a retirement home. We seldomly live a full family with the elderly in the same house. So that means that there were some issues in the beginning on the retirement home and a lot of people got infected there. And because there is a large population of people over 70 in the same house, it spread. So that was a big issue we had in the beginning. And since March, March uh, no one has been allowed to visit their elderly in the retirement home. So that has not been allowed at all since March. And... 
My parents live uh, at home, uh, in their own home. They live very close by to me, but I still not, do not visit them or go into their house. They are not allowed to go into our house. We are keeping distance. We are, we are still meeting each other, but we are trying to keep a, a distance between us. And uh, my uh, sister has actually uh, tell, told my parents that they can't go to the uh, store and buy groceries. We should do that for them. And in the beginning, in March, April and so on, it was very uh, strict. And now they are going from time to time, but we are still doing most of the shopping for them. So we are trying to help the elderly out. We're trying to keep this from spreading in the elder population. But we are also trying to <laughs> limit it between ourselves. So we have... I have not, I've worked from home. I've gone to the store from time to time. Let's say that I have gone shopping for groceries once or twice every week. And uh, we have also gone to some activities for the children. They are going to learn to swim. Uh, my uh, son go does karate and so on. So we have some of those very limited um, activities that they are doing but we are staying mostly at home uh, our kids are not uh, playing with their friends inside others houses they are playing outside if they want to play after school and yeah we are, we are trying to keep distance trying to keep the spread from happening so that's pre pretty much my experience with uh, the coronavirus and, and so far I feel that it works fine for me. I'm a little bit of an introvert so I have no problem at staying at home and only meeting people over Zoom or um, Google Meet or any of those services. I have no problem in doing my work because I have machines at home to actually do my coding and uh, I'm not that person that needs to go visit all, all my friends all the time. The only thing that perhaps have been a little bit harder for me is that I have uh, chosen not to go to my swim um, training. So I've trained a lot less and, and I move less now. Uh, I should ob obviously move more to be, uh, stay healthy. Uh, I've done some uh, Beat Saber at home and so on, trying to keep up with that. But mostly that's the only large difference for me. Going to the office is not a plus or a benefit for me. It can be fun to meet one of your colleagues and talk in the, in the office over the, a coffee break or so. But it's not something that I crave. So this is what... I have experienced around Corona, a little bit about how we are coping with it in Sweden, what the recommendations are, but to be very clear, I'm not a health professional. Nothing that I said today should be taken as facts. Everything is just things that I have experienced and I have heard from other sources. I hope that you found this interesting 
and I hope that you are using more open source. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.